The following expressions and opinions do not necessarily reflect those of SoundCloud. Some language may be offensive to others. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Let Me Explain, the cast comedy channel on SoundCloud with your host, Dan Brown, alongside with your other host, TM Francis. Ladies and gentlemen, we are so glad you guys tuned in, downloaded, farted, <laughs> shit, wherever you're listening to us right now. You could be listening in the car, on the toilet, at work. I just farted. I don't know if anybody else heard it except for Dan. I apologize for It's that. It's okay. Mm. But Tom, it is November 1st. It is. As we record this, and I want to tell you... Merry Christmas. It's that time of the year already. It is great. I'm wearing my Christmas socks already. They're putting up... You have Christmas socks? There do are, I have Christmas socks? Do you re- Oh my God, you do. <laughs> They're putting up... Uh, yeah, they're already changing over the stuff at CVS and everything. And uh, yeah, it's the most wonderful time of the year. My birthday is still two weeks away, which is still a month and a half away from Christmas. But I still feel like... Oh, it's it's there. It, you're it's in still the warm season. out. It's supposed to be in like the 60s all this week. Oh, would you rather have a warm birthday or a cold birthday? Um. Well, no, I didn't mean so much for my birthday. I just meant the fact that they're putting up Christmas stuff. It seems kind of weird that, like, you know, you're walking around outside in a t-shirt and, right. you, and you see, uh, you know, elves or whatever they put up at, uh, at Rite Aid. So what you're saying is that there's no elves in Las Vegas no, uh, or Phoenix? The, only professional elves from what I've seen. If, if my <laughs> encyclopedic knowledge of the episode Cops uh, has served me any purpose, it's knowing there are professional elves in Las Vegas and they walk up and down the strip and they try to get people to give them money. By elves, you mean like they dress up like Santa's elves, or they? No, yeah, like little little really? people. What's the politically correct term for them? Is it I just little, call them midgets. Is, yeah, seeing as mid- I date one, I can say it. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't midget? They don't want you to. They don't want to be called midget. Though, I right? don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> How many midgets do you think you could beat up? Like at a time? Like do you think like thirty midgets could take you? Or well, the how tall are the midgets? Uh, I mean, because the. Little John. Tracy, Tracy is 4'11", and she's considered a Is midget. she really only 4'11"? She's 4'11". I, ne- I never thought of... Well, I never thought of her as... I guess Relatively I never thought tall, of her yeah. height. Yeah, yeah, I never thought... But I never realized she was that... Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, yeah, that's pretty That's why I do the midget joke. But how many midgets can we take? If we're talking about, like, mini-me midgets, um, Ooh, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time. Yeah, all right. If it's mini-me's, I, I mean, Unless imagine. you get, like, one on top of the shoulders on top of one of them with the other shoulder, which they can do. They got those big, yeah, powerful thighs. Yeah, but they thighs. still, that doesn't make their arms longer. They still have no reach, you know what I mean? You can just kind of, like, that you is know, true, keep yeah. them at an arm's length. Yeah, I think you could almost beat up an infinite amount of mini-me's. But, like, what, okay, let's step it up a little bit. 11-year-olds. Okay. How many 11-year-olds do you think you could, uh, would it take? Before I get trampled? To take you down, Yeah. Um, I feel like it would take like hundreds, right? Like it would, would have to be so. like a sea of eleven. Because like, number one, eleven-year-olds are not good at organizing together. No, but you know, there's <laughs> pro- there's probably one that's already hit puberty that like knows how to punch. Like you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, there's got to be. Yeah, there's got to be one that, like six foot tall. That, yeah, yeah. There's got to be some basketball. Whatever. Yeah, he's got some kind there, of right? like muscular dystrophy that like makes him really strong. That, I don't know if that that's is what- not what. <laughs> <laughs> That is very not what that disease does. <laughs> it's the reverse of my muscular dystrophy. <laughs> so, yeah, there might be a Thor in there somewhere, but, um, yeah, so how... Well, I mean, because, like, Big Show, uh, he was, like, 6'7", when he was, like, 11 years old or something. Yeah, but yeah. he had that, uh, that giant disease or whatever, Oh, right? so only 11-year-olds without giant's disease. Yeah, you can't, uh... You can't have a disease and fight me. Yeah, you can't... Well, yeah, I, th- I guess that would go. <laughs> cancer, let's just say diseases in general, from cancer to giantism or whatever that's called. Those people are disqualified. Those people are allowed to lay in bed and just feel miserable about themselves. Yeah. Yeah, I would feel like you would need, like, hundreds of 11-year-olds, too. That's Which what I, I didn't like, understand yeah. in Billy Madison why the principal caved so easy 
when all those kids showed up at his house. Yeah. Well, I think that was more of a guilt thing than a physically being afraid of them thing. Although they did make it seem like they were trying to, like, strong-arm him, like, mob-style. Yeah. But... And it's like, you do realize you're going against a professional wrestler. <laughs> a former <laughs> a professional former pro wrestler. wrestler. The, what was he, the blob? The revolting the, blob. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like, I do feel like it would have to be hundreds of 11-year-olds. Yeah, like, like... Because, but here's the thing: once one of them gets like a good shot in on you, like you know they hit you from the back of the knees and you go down, like it's just going to be eleven year olds walking all over you. Yeah. But that's not that bad, seeing as eleven year olds aren't that heavy. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. How how big is an eleven? I'm trying to think. Uh, what do they weigh? Like hundred pounds a piece or something like that? God, I think less. I didn't even weigh that. <laughs> I didn't even weigh that much when I was eleven. Well, now I'm trying to think of like fifth grade football. We had to do like weigh-ins. I think I weighed like a hundred pounds right around then. In eighth grade, I wrestled. God, what did I wrestle? I think I wrestled 105 pounds in eighth grade. Really? Yeah, I was. Oh, I was so you tiny, were small. I was a small kid. Yeah, uh, okay. I grew up very small. Um, grew very skinny, very, uh, very short. Um, man, what did I weigh at 11? I had to weigh like 70 pounds, maybe. It's yeah. a light 11 year old. Yeah. I mean, there were kids bigger than me, but yeah, I mean, they weren't like massive bigger, so they were maybe 80. So is that why you've uh, you've put on all the muscle now? Is of that, course, is because and that's why I wear the tiny shirts. Feeling, uh, <laughs> feeling, I don't know, very what insecure. Yeah, insecure oh, about. So uh, did you get made fun of for being skinny? Well, I mean, every kid gets made fun of for something. Something, but. yeah. Um, I did have a few people make fun of me for being weak. But, oh, really? Yeah. Mine was always pale because I've always been this pasty white. But I, you can change that. You could go in blackface. I like. could. <laughs> I thought you were going to say tanning booth, but you, uh, you just, just went, or go outside yeah. or something. <laughs> well, you go to the extreme, and it's like, I don't want to go in blackface. Well, you can go tanning. Yeah. Well, I've, uh, yeah, I've always been very pasty white. I'm trying, I used to get called uh, Casper, Whitey, Albino, like See, all that's those. The, I would never make fun of everybody for being too white to, oh, until no, that recently. Was, yeah. Because I didn't realize, like, being too white was a bad thing. Being pasty. Oh, yeah. And it's and very I mean, unattractive, I mean, like, too. Yeah, not, I don't mean, yeah. like, uh, I don't mean, like, you know, oh, you're a white person. Shame on you. I mean, like... Well, a lot of people do feel that way, but... <laughs> right, and it's mostly white people. Mostly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from what I've seen. Due to, mo uh, due to white people still being the majority of this country, yeah. <laughs> having having a good chunk of them... I never understood... I don't get white guilt. Like, my grandparents were immigrants. Nobody was over here when it was, like, I don't... Yeah. I don't care about them. <laughs> Nobody gave a shit about the immigrants. Either. Like, no one gave a shit about the white immigrants, either. No, it I... It was like, oh, you don't speak but, English, but, but they fuck off. Yeah, they didn't have a very long period of toughness. Like, the Irish started getting here in, like, 1900, and they were called pieces of shit for, like... But by, like, 1920, they were just kind of, like, ingratiated into the, the right. thing. Same thing with, like, Italians and, like, that, the Italians, Germans, all those semi-Western European countries, they all came they over all came, here like, yeah. like right around the same time, yeah. And you're right, they all came over, pieces of shit, Irish need not apply. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, 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 have you ever seen those old... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> no Irish allowed, and then yeah, eventually well, what happened were the Italians had kids, and the Irish had kids, and then those kids started fucking each other, and it's like, mm -hmm. well... And then uh, the, a lot of Chinese uh, people came over around that time, yeah. too, and the Chinese and the Irish were the ones that ended up building the railroads, because, like, I guess if they were right. out working in a field, like, nobody gave a shit. They just didn't want them in their stores. Yeah. Like, they didn't want them in town or anything like that. Exactly. But, yeah, yeah, if you're off in the distance building the railroads, I and guess. Then, yeah, that's the thing, too. I mean, all these different races started uh, blending together and uh, mating and 
That's why we have mating. Yeah, and that's why we have so many different uh, cultures today. I and assume. back then they were saying, well, at least they're not black. <laughs> yeah, and they, that's the the shitty part for black people is that they have been in this country the <laughs> lo- like way the longest by, of anybody. And, and they're they, just now starting to make the curve. Yeah, and Irish only had, I think, maybe like a 20. Yeah, like I said, I think every all, all immigrant groups went through like a 10 or 20 year period of like, oh, what the fuck are these people doing here now? But then after that, no. But, you know, once they had some kids that sounded more American than Lucky Charms, they yeah. started, they, it was, you know, they were well, That's fine. the thing, too, like the Middle Eastern people are still fighting that battle. A little bit, yeah. I had a lot of Lebanese kids. Well, Lebanon, there's a big uh, Catholic contingency. Yeah, there is. So, yeah, um, yeah I had a, there were a bunch of, uh, of Lebanese fellas in my uh, in my Catholic grade school. I don't know why that, I thought like bringing that up, but no, no, it's a good point. I guess. Do you ever think maybe they're just going as Catholic for Halloween? They think Halloween is all year round. Maybe that's possible. Charlie, I'm gonna find you, Charlie Naj. I'm gonna figure out what you're really up to. Speaking of Halloween, did you have a good one? Um, you know, I really didn't do anything. I just got drunk with a lady friend last night. But uh, I plan on dressing up um, this Monday for the uh, the Stone Halloween show. Ooh! But, uh, beyond that, yeah, I'm not. You show up in your nicest costume. You get five minutes. Exactly. I'm not. I didn't really. Uh, I don't know. I guess I wasn't as much in the Halloween spirit this year. What I wasn't about? either. Yeah. Was... I, uh, I'm actually disappointed in myself. I have a gray suit at home that for the longest time I was too fat for, and I've lost a little more weight now, and I've been able to fit into the pants. Um, and because of my bad planning, I could not find a red bow tie and white shoes, or else I would have I would have went to work as Pee Wee Herman. And there's not a goddamn <laughs> thing they could do about it. Well, you're still technically in the dress code, uh, exactly. Aren't you? Yep. Yeah, I guess that's true. You would be a very uh, you'd be a very top heavy Pee Wee Herman though. I, I feel yeah. like that, that may look a little funny. It's like jacked Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> it's like a comedy thing. Yeah, as long as they don't catch you uh, masturbating in, in the uh, in your seat, I think you would be all right. Spoiler though. alert: they do. <laughs> yeah, I was, I oh my was, god, that would have been the perfect reason. Like, I'm just really into character right now. To, oh, to whip out your dick at just work. Just whip out my ticket. Yep. Yeah, you always you you always have to be on the lookout for an excuse to take your dick out at work. And, uh, and have you ever jacked money. off on the job? On the actually, no, I don't think I've had. I jacked off while driving once. I've when done I was that maybe too. like 16 or 17, somewhere in that somewhere in that range. Oh, I was much older. Wait, were you much older? It was three no, weeks ago. Yeah. No, I think like 22. <laughs> 22, yeah, I think. I don't know. I don't remember why. I think I was literally, because I, I, it took me like 35 minutes to get to where I went to high school, because I went to a Catholic school out in the, the country. It really? Was it was on a farm. Like, there were, like, cows and stuff out there. Really? Um, but, yeah, so it took that long to drive home. So I remember one day driving home, I just was that horny where I had to start. But I, I couldn't finish, because I'm driving. Like, how can you? Oh, I finished. Uh, oh, did you really? <laughs> <laughs> I finish every time. That's hilarious. No, I had to wait until I got home. To, I'm an uh, American. I do my job. <laughs> I'm going to beat this cum out of my dick as I'm driving down the road recklessly. I also, uh, Roadhead, I only did that one time. That also did not work. Because okay, I, I can't, yeah, I can't focus while while driving. You know what I mean? I have to concentrate to cum. It's, you know. I'm just more worried to, like, don't crash car, don't crash car, don't crash car. Yeah. Shit, crash car. <laughs> so, uh. You did that for Halloween? Yeah, for Halloween, uh, me and Tracy, um... I got drunk. I didn't really do anything. What did, yeah, what did we, you Yeah, uh, we passed do? out candy. 
Oh, really? And uh, oh, it's all the neighborhood kids. All the neighborhood kids. All sixteen of them. What what time was Halloween for you guys up there? Uh, six to eight. Six to eight. Yeah. I feel wasn't it later when we were younger? I I, I feel like it I was. I thought it was eight to ten when I was a kid, but I, I, now I'm thinking I might be wrong. I I believe on Fridays and Saturdays it was eight to ten, and then on weekdays like Sunday through Thursday it would be seven to nine or I, six to eight. it could have been six to eight as I got a little bit older yeah, but yeah I, I remember I remember like seven to nine I remember it being nighttime and Halloween was like the coolest night of the year because it was just like your pa- our parents didn't go with it it was just like all right see you guys later oh whatever. my parents my parents went with me up until about what? fifth sixth grade oh right yeah, yeah they well mine went with well my, my mom went with us until i was i don't know maybe like eight i think we were yeah we were all just kind of like let loose when we were like nine or ten but right. there was a big group of us so i think they almost felt like there was enough of us were there hundreds of 11 year olds there with <laughs> hundreds running the streets in costume that would be the thing to do to find out how many 11 year olds you could beat up is <laughs> just, just go Go in the middle of the street with a bullhorn on Halloween and be like, I challenge all of you. And then they all start, like, circling you and you've got, like, a sword that they don't know is real. And then (laughs) it's going to be a big mess, but... Oh, yeah, and especially if you had, like, a shield and a sword, it would take so many 11 Oh, yeah, it would take a lot more of them. Yeah, you'd have to add a hundred... I mean, thousands almost, I would think, at that point. Uh, Yeah. That shield does a lot for you. Yeah, it does. I mean, you're blocking a bunch of them while just elbowing the shit out of a ton of them. I, um, would you fight a cheetah if, now keep in mind a cheetah is the least, uh, strong of the big jungle cats, because a cheetah makes its, you know, it's fast it's and fast, everything, yeah, right? it's fast, yeah, it's not strong, it's if just... you, well, I mean, it's, I'm sure I mean, it's still it hits strong. You, it hits you like a speeding bullet rather than a train. Right, and it jumps on a gazelle's like a soul, yeah. neck or whatever, but a cheetah's not gonna fight like a lion or anything like that, but would you, if you're in a, an octagon-sized <laughs> cage, would you fight a cheetah if you had a sword and a shield? And you were allowed like a couple weeks to practice with the sword. I don't Do you think, think I would. you could win that fight. No, I think you could win that fight. You think so? I think so, because I think if you well, somebody's got to book it now. Yeah, I, I, I think. When's you the can. next circus coming through Akron? <laughs> a lion, I would say no, because a lion's probably just gonna jump on you. But a cheetah, I think you might be able to do that. Has anyone ever beaten a lion, like in the, like in Rome, where they would just? Which is really the most barbaric thing anybody could have ever done it's throughout pre- history. It's pretty messed they up, would just yeah. go, "Oh, put this peasant in the uh, in this big area while thousands of people watch him get eaten by a lion." No, I don't think anybody. Well, if you're a, a, a biblical fan, there was Daniel in the lion's den, and he God made their mouths not work, or whatever the story was on that. Well, we all know that's fact. <laughs> that is absolutely why. So yes, there has been someone who. Uh, Succeeded in that lion fighting arena. Unfortunately, nobody from Guinness Book of World Records was there, so it does not count. <laughs> That's how it has to My be. My brother actually broke a record, and I, I, I'm going to start it with that before I tell you what it was. Okay. At his uh, last year, his senior, um, he was running, he was going for um, something like Mr. Brunswick. Uh, Mr. Wait, what's Mr. Brunswick? It was like the high school's thing. Like a senior got to meet Mr. Brunswick, and a, a senior oh. girl got to meet Miss Brunswick or something. Kind of like a homecoming. Type like, of deal. Oh, okay, like a kid. Okay. Um, but it was later in the year. All right. And uh, his talent, he ended up breaking the world record, but it doesn't count because no one was there. Yeah, you got to call those people. You got to call those you people, fill and out they have paperwork, and they have to see it being worthy for them to come out. Yeah. Compared to before, where they just had a TV show, and it's like, all right, you come to us. We'll, we'll watch here with you. So what um, What was his... He kicked himself in the head. Uh, like, he shattered the record, too. Like, he uh, he stood on one foot and just kept 
bringing his foot, kicking himself in his forehead. How can he kick himself in the head? The oh, only he, speaking of midgets, the only person I've seen do wee man can do that. Well, <laughs> it wasn't like it wasn't like he was kicking forward, like his, his leg was fully extended. It was think of it like a hacky sack type of deal where the, oh he's hitting it and the leg has to bend in order to kick him up. God damn, that's a lot of flexibility. For, yeah, uh, I, I couldn't do that. Yeah, he uh, he kicked himself in the head something like sixty times. Why? Is he uh, okay? Yeah, he's. Um, I do. Are think, you sure though? <laughs> I call him retarded only because he's my brother. Oh, okay. Um, which don't get me wrong. I was, I was calling him retarded way longer than that. Right before the sixty kicks to the head. Right now, I. Call I feel him like brother. that may hurt him later on down the road. <laughs> it's like the NFL kicker. Like when yeah, he's, he's walking around like Muhammad Ali. Oh, jeez, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's not good. Getting hit in the head, uh, from what I, as I understand it, is not bad. good for your long term health. Apparently, no. So that's amazing that he. <laughs> There's that, an elephant in the room. I took time to Dayton with me. Oh God, for what I was expecting to be a great show. I was thinking it had potential. I was thinking it had potential up oh, until it, the second it started, <laughs> and then it was like, oh, this isn't gonna go. Yeah, well. this, was, this is gonna go terrible. Um, so we went to Dayton. We went to a place called, uh, I believe it was called Kabachikan. Kabochikan. Oh, yeah. Some, whatever the Japanese word for pumpkin is, it was that plus con. Yeah. Um, all anime. All convention. anime. Which, don't get me wrong, uh, my nerdum, I love every type of nerdum. Uh, respect all of them, so. See, I don't. Yes. Uh, and we were, Dan and I were, uh, walking around before the show, uh, just kind of glad-handing, you know, trying to meet some people, trying to and recruit try to get some people to come to the show. Free show. Yeah, and there were, uh, yeah, they were very, uh, they were very, very nerdy. Um, but nerdy I don't in a see that different a yeah, way. I don't, I, don't, I don't see it as a bad thing. No, I don't either. It's just I don't know how to talk to those people, and they generally have a distaste for me as soon as I speak to them. I'm not sure why, but yeah. I think they know that like I'm they not into that shit. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just trying to like be nice. He's not one of us. Yeah, exactly. And then especially we once should they kill him. Once, we have swords. <laughs> there were swords there. And then especially once they realize that like I'm try I'm not just being nice. I'm trying to get them to like come to a comedy show yeah. to laugh at jokes they're probably not going to laugh at because like <laughs> they don't think abortion is funny or whatever my stupid sense of humor. But this is, is how but... this is how bad of a person I am. I almost didn't offer um, offer like I was giving them some kind of great deal. We were handing out the the sheets uh, the flyer saying hey the shows at ten thirty shows at ten thirty shows at ten thirty. We went to the one vending table. I almost didn't offer it to them until I heard the guy talk because he was Japanese and I was sure he had an accent and couldn't understand me. The I know what table you're talking about. I was sure that guy was not a man. He was very Japanese looking. Yes, he was, he just, but it was just like oh great, thank you. There were some attractive women there though. There uh, were a few. Yes, I will say that that girl at the end when we got our uh, our faces drawn. Dan and I got our faces drawn in five minutes by this girl, and neither one of them looks anything like us. But she did do. Oh, like, I forgot to bring that over. She did a I, good I have job. That in my, I have that in my room. She made me significantly more handsome than I am in reality. <laughs> and she made me look more evil. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, she you was look, just like, I saw your soul. <laughs> yeah, you look sort of super villainish in uh, in yours. But you know, uh, Tracy saw those, and she was like, "This doesn't look like either of you." Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I ta I sent a picture of it to my mom, and my mom's reply to that was, "Do you think that looks like you?" <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> I was like, "No, I don't." But that's what you get for five dollars. In five minutes. Five dollars and five minutes. She was a very nice girl, though. But right next to her was um, that girl who had won a bunch of costume contests, and uh, she was very attractive. I could not. Uh, I don't remember which one. Do you remember was. who I'm telling? She was very. She was busty. She was. Oh, uh, the makeup place. Yes. Do you remember yeah. who that was? 
No. That was the bitch at the end of the night in the room with us. No, it wasn't. Yes, was it? it was. Yes, it was. Did she change her costume? She did. Okay, because I was not attracted to the bitch at the end of the night. Maybe that's just because she was... I, d- I didn't even realize those were the same people. I would have said something about yep. it, but... Oh, God. Oh, yeah, because this show derailed at the end. So by, this is, let's, let's start It was let's closed start by audience members. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. So let's uh, let's take a step back here. Originally, we were going to have uh, Cle- uh, Canton comic Tim Danko, Cleveland comic Jerry Jaffe. Unfortunately, both of them um, were unable to attend. Good for them. Yeah, like I mean, it's it like I missing text- your flight on 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> I text Jerry the next day, and I was like, Jerry, you missed a good show. <laughs> like, and I, I, don't, I don't mean like you missed, like, oh, it was great. We all had a great time, and we all ended up making a bunch of money. Like, you missed a good show to miss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> so I ended up getting uh, Vincent Holiday out of Cincinnati, uh, Tyson Cox out of... Um, Indianapolis. I, Indianapolis, and I, for life, me, I, my God, I feel so bad because it was so cool to me. I'm forgetting his name right now. I like those guys. They were funny. They were funny. Yeah. I, I liked them a lot, too. Um, each one of us went up there with the intention, thinking that we are the ones who are going to save the show. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. Each one of us were wrong. It, it, it always, I don't know what that instinct is. You always feel like, like okay, I'm going to be the one that turns this around. And then, yeah, we just very, uh, we all took a chance at it, and it didn't, uh, it didn't pan out it for did any not, of us. I'm still looking for this guy. Son of a bitch. Okay, here, I think I found it. Well, first of all, we were... Um, to about three minutes before the show was supposed to start, uh, there was a... Oh, Ray uh, Hensley. Ray Hensley. I'm Ray sorry, Ray. Right? Yeah, he's Ray, a, if you're listening to this, sorry, I forgot your name, buddy. He's not listening. He's a funny fellow, though. Um, he's new, too. He's only been doing it for like six months. The Oh, really? Yeah. Um, we, what was it? We like, were setting up. Like we were three setting minutes up. before the show was when the fire yeah, alarm about, went off? Yeah, the fire alarm went off because somebody let off a... Uh, Somebody was using a smoke machine and a fog machine in a another fog room. machine, but I think someone pulled the alarm. I don't think a fog machine. I don't know. Can I set think... off a, a fire alarm, can it? I don't know, because I mean, it was it, still it was very smoke. It was very yeah. Was... And the 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 guy who was telling us like, there's no way that set off a fire alarm or whatever. There's no way it set that off. And it was like uh... I thought that was me that was saying that. <laughs> no, it was that crazy dude, that first one who came in the room for the show. The oh okay, uh, which you'll understand why in a minute we're bashing our people. The, yeah. <laughs> to... Oh, first of all, it was also it was uh, it was in a hotel that was mil- military base. Yeah, uh, right on top of a mil- fucking right Air Force base in Dayton, which is allegedly where they brought the alien bodies that crashed in Area Fifty One. Uh, Over, yeah, really? that allegedly that's the. Uh, but um, so Dan and I, based on the looks of our audience members, we had some aliens. <laughs> Dan and I were driving around trying to find this place, and we ended up driving onto the military base, and they're just like, oh, no, you got to make a U-turn. Because it wasn't showing up on your GPS, because you can't GPS it. A military base, yeah. Yeah, yeah, apparently. It just doesn't, it doesn't even register, so we had to, it took us a while to even find the fucking place. And it wasn't literally on the Air Force Base, but you could hit, you could hit, like, a golf ball, like, to the bed. Like, oh, the yeah. fence was, like, right there. It was just, And like, you will be shot on sight. Yeah, oh, my God, yeah. We were do- when we were pulling up to the gate, I was just sitting there thinking, even though we were doing nothing wrong, it was just that paranoid you're pulling up to a military guy with a fucking machine gun and a sidearm. Oh, <laughs> He's yeah. just standing at the gate. Let me see your IDs, boys. Yeah. <laughs> so, that was, uh... That Which, was- they didn't run them. They just wanted to see them. No, like, yeah. They could have gave him a fake ID. So, then, uh, we... Dan oh, your name about- is Dick Norris. <laughs> 
we had like five hours to kill, so we're walking around this convention. You know, we ate some food, did all that. The food actually was pretty good. The food was pretty good, and the whole, and the the staff there was uh, very nice too. Those yeah, they two, were cool. Uh, those two bartender girls that we were talking to. There, and even very, the the one server dude came by was pretty funny. The yeah, and uh, so everything we're we're thinking this may have the potential to be all right, and it's like three minutes before the show's about. Can, to can I take a step away? This is when I started realizing the show might not go as well as planned. When we went to that panel, because they said, come on in! And I was like, hey guys, we got the comedy show, 18 and over. Yeah. And she was like, it can't be 18 and over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even though it's 10.30 at night. Dan and I are sitting there scribbling the 18 and over part off of flyers while yeah. we're pretending to pay attention to whatever the hell they were talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, let me tell you something that happened to me at a con. Yeah, I walked out of the bathroom with fucking toilet paper underneath <laughs> my shoe. You know, that actually did happen to me one time. At, uh, my one buddy went to Princeton. And he played on the football team there. Really? And he uh, he was in what they don't have frats up there. They call them dinner clubs, but they're based they're fraternities. The same thing. So we drove up there, and he brings us to his dinner club party, and it's in a mansion that's two hundred years old. We're like walking upstairs. There's like a library upstairs. There was like untouched works of really? like yeah, the, just like stuff in display cases wow. that. It was amazing, and there was like a long hallway with like it was just, it was the biggest house I've ever been in, and like the nicest, just old. But then it's also filled with like college kids that are walking around getting fucked up. But I went, <laughs> I walked into this ballroom in this two hundred year old mansion in Princeton, and my one buddy Rob just he's just like there's toilet paper on your shoe, and I looked down and I was like, God damn it! Like this would be the one time that that actually like I didn't think that actually happened to people, but oh, I've seen it happen to many yeah. people. <laughs> so we um. And then the 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 hallways of the hotel are filling up with fog or smoke or whatever the fuck it was that this band was uh, was setting off. Yeah. And then the fire alarm goes off. As we we had set up the speakers, we just did a mic check. We're ready to start trying to get people in there. It's the show starts at ten thirty. It's like ten twenty four. But we're still trying to like recruit. Right people to call oh sorry we were gonna no no we were gonna stand outside the room hey we got a free show coming on we right, got a free yeah, show yeah. come in and see the free show it's a free comedy show which actually that may have been where the fire alarm because all of a sudden the fire alarm goes off everybody has to evacuate the hotel right so now all the people in the bar and all the people at the con are all in the same parking lot yes. which we did get to go around and do some good uh some good, good promoting yeah. of the show i guess yeah which uh, which led to probably about twelve people coming out. Which after the uh, the alarm went off, I was surprised we got that many. It was uh, yeah, there were a lot of people. Uh, uh, but having said that, that were just like most of those twelve people can go fuck themselves. <laughs> I would say all of those twelve. Uh, I will debate the guy themselves. who brought his wife in. The guy had a good time. I don't recall. And that. the uh, the one bitchy chick. Um, the one who you, you'll, you will hear about later about uh, <laughs> about one of the audience members closing out the show. She brought two friends with her. Um, and they were actually pretty good members. Yeah, her two friends were a little. I think they were a little embarrassed by by her. By actions, her, yes. yeah. And she was not drunk. I don't think. I don't she think so. Was no. Just. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. Did she talk during anybody else's set, or was it just me that she engaged? Oh, she. Uh, she was talking. She was okay. Yeah. Um, who else came in? Uh, the chick who drew us for five dollars in five minutes. She did. She came in. She was the one that farted that Tyson pointed out and made fun of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, then a couple of military guys came in from the bar who, uh, 
It's not like it's not like 22, 23 year olds new in the military. It's like guys who've been in the military 16, 17, 18. Like I think the one guy was like 25 years in the military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's guys who you really don't like as audience members. Like you appreciate their service that they've given to this country, but at the same time you're a fucking asshole and I hate you as a human being because you're just a bad human being. You did, but, I, I thought by comparison they were okay compared to some of the other uh, audience members, and I really I'm just saying the way how they carry themselves as people. Oh yeah, well they I walked mean, they're, around they're, with the the air of someone who may have killed someone a long time ago. That, yeah, that's like I've gotten away with murder. Yeah, that probably gives you a weird type of. Well, don't get me wrong. I, <laughs> I support the military, support the troops, and everything, as I'm assuming you do. But having said I that, do, but I you don't... being in the military is not an excuse for you to be an asshole to the public. Yeah, I guess not. Which they, most most of them aren't. I did. Yeah, I I didn't necessarily have a problem with those fellows. The um. Well, the, I can't believe that was the same girl that we were talking to early in the day because she was tanked when she came oh, yeah. in. She wasn't even. I mean, and her, apparently her costume, she changed her costume. Yeah, also. her costume was uh, very flattering to her. her. Yeah, she was uh, busty. Well, I mean, like what she would do, it, you know, it's one of those costumes that you had to tighten up to uh, suck some body into. Yes. Uh, so when she changed, <laughs> it was a. Uh, let's just say. Uh, d- as a way to prevent you look myself, like ten from... pounds of shit in a five pound bag. Exactly, <laughs> as a, as the hack comedians would say, it looked like the uh, Pillsbury dough container just opened up. Yeah, shoot. <laughs> uh, so we all do our sets. We all do about 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, we, yeah, something like that. Um, which, in all honesty, nobody really did bad. I mean, for the room, I guess, but yeah, everybody like, did bad. Yeah, like say. everybody. I'm not saying I'm not saying we didn't do bad. Like we did bad, but we also didn't do bad at the same time. Well, it wasn't. I think we did about the best any of us could with, with this, given yeah. the circumstances. Yeah. I mean, it was a very uh, it was an intimate crowd, I guess you would say. Yeah. And um, during during my there was okay, so there were three girls that were uh, sitting right up front. Um, and I can't, for the life of me, remember what they look like, except for the one that was talking. She was yeah. just a big, nerdy, talking girl. And I uh, I wasn't going to do my abortion joke. Right. Because it hasn't been working. But you <laughs> forced me into it, lady. Because it's been <laughs> offending people. But, like, I was, the, it was just going so poorly. And then I realized that uh, we changed it to a not 18 and over show. But I had forgotten about that. And I'd been cursing during my entire set. And then I looked over at you like halfway through. I was like, "Oh fuck, are we not? We're not supposed to say that, right?" And you're and just like, "Ah, it doesn't matter. It don't matter anyway. Yeah, we're not went- coming back next year." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like you like waved me off from I, side I went- stage. You're just like, "Nah, it's fine." I think after my set, I was like, "All right, guys, white flags wave. Whatever yeah. the fuck you want." It was like seeing the third base coach like rounding you home. Like, yeah, just come on in. He's not. It doesn't <laughs> come matter. Come on in. He's I know not- the shortstop right has the ball. Just yeah, <laughs> just go for home. Doesn't matter. Just plow into the catcher. <laughs> So I start doing that, and she, she, the the main reason I haven't been doing my abortion joke, it, I think it's a funny joke, but it's been really getting under the skin of certain people, yes, and it really been bothering and offending them. So I was like, okay, I'm supposed to be trying to make people laugh. I'm just not going to do that joke anymore. And but I, so for whatever reason, I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And I start doing it. And this girl gets mad at me, not for the offensive content, but for the fact that I should have realized. That a fetus, what was her argument? That a fetus wouldn't have time to develop a soul anyways. So to, that, to hunt. To hunt, the, yeah. The dumpsters. Right. And then she debated something. Uh, something, excuse me. 
something about there actually being like a haunted abortion clinic somewhere or something we, stupid and retarded. Like yeah, that. and the, so now her and I are having this conversation as she's trying to correct my. Like, it's about ghosts. Like, what the fuck? Like, why are you trying to talk to me logically about it? Like, it, it didn't make any sense. That was the best part is, like, she was like, you know, actually, there are, like, only two people in this whole world know the facts about a haunted fetus abortions, whatever. And unfortunately, we had one of those people in our show. <laughs> It was terrible, though. She was trying to talk to me logically about, like, the silliest and the whole time, like, fucking... her friends are rolling their eyes. She's like... Oh, yeah, that was the other thing. Her two up, friends were embarrassed. Up. Which, if you do... If you've been in enough comedy shows, you will see that from time to time. Like, when there is a drunk heckler or a, dr or a person making an ass of themselves, oftentimes they will be accompanied by people who are morbidly embarrassed. I th that's happened a few times at Funny Stop with me. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It actually, happens at clubs all the time. What helps is if the entire table is an embarrassment like if if half the table is an embarrassment to start off with like you just walk in you're just like fuck those people because <laughs> i i've done this many times oh, like yeah. i've seen this happen many times hilarities uh, improv all of them um the last time it happened though is at the funny stop where like this table of nine, nine people came in i knew five of them would be lying to shout shit out mm -hmm. i knew one or two of them would be the ringleaders so you fuck with the one or two mostly you you then make this you know the side remarks yes. about the other ones, and then the whole table kind of gets a laugh at it. Kill the head, the body yeah, because, will die. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but everyone kind of got a kick out of it, and then every other table likes it because these people are being assholes. Yeah. Um, I did another show at the Funny Stop before where it was actually my weekend opening for Bob Levy. Um, there was just this lady um, kind of just being loud at her table the whole time. There's like a group of like 10, 12 ladies. Um, she was the drunkest out of all of them. Mm. Uh, most drunk, Dan, please. Yes, I'm sorry. Most <laughs> drunk. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't realize proper grammar was needed in a sentence about the funny stop. I didn't either, but I, li I, like, to, I like to be a dick when I can. <laughs> Where the owner himself goes, fuck you, bring people. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, laugh. Pete is still speaking the same run-on sentence that he started in 1992. <laughs> Which is a shame. It's all, it's all commas. Like, his wife, you can understand her fine. Oh, and, yeah. And, uh, like, she does have a little accent. His children his, as well. His children, totally fine. His brother, you would think, is Italian. Yeah, you know <laughs> what? Think that he... is weird. The first time he came walking out of the kitchen, which, by the way, he's a turbo dick. But, like, not no, in a... No, no, I love that not, guy. I do, too, but... Like, well, no, I wouldn't say I love him, but, like, not, not in a mean way. The first thing he ever said to me, I was sitting there, like writing at one of the tables and he walks up to me he's like you a comedian i was like yep he's like yeah good for you and like gave me like a hard pat on the shoulder and he walked away i was like what the fuck was that well i'm a i'm we're just taking a, a big step away from the con um in december i'm opening up for jimmy uh, jj walker at the funny stop ew really yeah <laughs> which is like what does he talk what does he do i don't know but here's the like pete usually like he'll book me for like a lot of his big acts yeah like i've been getting like i've gotten dustin and these are his big acts so these, dustin these diamond rich boss stuff, big acts, yeah. um i got bob levy i'm getting jj walker i like I've gotten bob a few levy. other people oh bob levy was awesome yeah and this is where actually the, the show happened with the lady bob levy is actually very nice too he was oh, he's very nice cool to me dude. and uh actually ed maloney one time or uh with him at the funny stop oh he was he, super uh, yeah, cool yeah he's very nice uh so i'm opening up for bob levy 
And um, Bob Levy's like, do me a favor. Just try to shut this table up before I go out. And it's just like, just yeah. do a couple minutes. I don't care. He's oh, my God. Like, I'd be so happy if he said that to me. I'd be like, yes, sir. I'm yeah. going to go up there. Like, yeah. Yeah. Bob Levy could handle it himself. And he oh, did, yeah. He handled it very way better than I did. Oh, yeah. And I did. I, I got off the stage, and I'm like, yeah, I did that great. And then I watched Bob Levy just do it for an hour. Well, and it's yeah. just like, I'm a piece of shit. Bob Levy's been doing comedy for 94 years, so <laughs> I think he started in vaudeville. So. Yeah. Um, so his feature went up. His feature dealt with it a little bit, and he did all right. Um, Did he bring, he brought his own feature? He brought his own feature, yeah, okay. uh, which I knew the guy too, yeah. which was cool. I've worked with that guy a couple of times. Um, so working there, um, this lady is just, the whole time is just being a, an asshole. And her, I remember her name was Tammy, and Tracy was there too, because afterwards the lady came up to me, she gave me a hug. She's like, you are so funny. I hate and she was like when they something. do that yeah. shit, when they heckle and then they come up to you afterwards like you just had like a beer together and it was yeah. a good time. It was like, she hugged me and you. kissed me on the cheek. She's like, ah, oh, that was so good. And then uh, she oh. hugged Tracy. She's like, you're so cute. Uh. And kissed her on the cheek too. And I was just like, well, at least you're not going to be mad at me for getting a kiss on the cheek because you got one too. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't remember all the things I said to her, but the one thing I remember saying to her table which got a laugh out of everybody. I was like, why do I feel like this was some kind of group text where you meant to hit Tanya and someone accidentally hit Tammy and invited this bitch? <laughs> That's actually good. <laughs> it, it, I was so happy. And then uh, um, last time I was at Funny Stuff with uh, Steve Hurst. Um, that's where the it was a big group of people, and uh, half the table were assholes. And like you just watched them, and as they walk in, you know they're tan skin. You know the the one guy. I like, hate those. He just people. looked like the tap out shirts looked like a douche. Oh god, yeah, I hate and that shit. And there too. was a table off to the right. They didn't talk the whole show. They were laughing. They were having a good time. They were getting aggravated by that table. You know what I mean? So yeah. The, they are the ideal audience members. Um, they're laughing the whole time. They just want to have a good time. They're rolling their eyes at the other table. And then I just look at them and I said, you know what? Thank you for being here tonight. I always wondered what happened to the cast of Jersey Shore after the show got canceled. Uh-huh. And now I see you just come to shitty comedy clubs. <laughs> <laughs> that got a laugh out of them. It got a, it got a big laugh out of uh, the people because I was just making fun of how they look. Because yeah. let's be honest, when you get to a point, you make fun of how somebody looks, no one gives a shit anymore. It's just like, yeah, make fun of that guy in his eye patch and wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> He's being a dick. <laughs> yeah. um, so anyway, back to the con. Oh, geez, yeah. So, anyway, so that uh, so, that happened. And then... So, the two women, there was the one who well, was... Wait, okay, so yeah. there, there was the big nerdy girl... Yes. ...with her friends who were sort of uh With star pants, with space her. pants. With, wait, what? With, she, remember, she had the stars on her pants and everything? Oh, God, I really tried not to look at her. She was, um, uh, she was unpleasant Which was funny, at. because the other bitch that was talking the whole time and making comments, the bigger girl had, like, Star Wars pants on. So they not. both had space pants. I did you don't I, remember that part? Not really, no. Oh, because <laughs> I remember looking at um, Tyson and Vince, and they're like, they're, wearing, they're both wearing space pants. Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Um, the uh, Well, okay, so there was that one nerdy girl, and then um, the other girl that came in and started talking, she came in during uh, The Closer, who was that? Uh, Vince Holiday. Yeah, from Cincinnati. She came in during him, right? I think she came in during you. But, like, really got going during him. Okay, I don't remember her talking Oh, this me. is when uh, I told everyone 15 minutes, 15 minutes. And uh, as soon as I put Vince on stage, I'm like, hey, want to see a joke? I'm not going to time him. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to light him. I'm not going to light him. I'm just going to see gonna let what him he go. does, yeah. 
So he starts doing uh, his he act, which he's, fun, which he's a funny guy. And um, but then the girl, the girl that came in late and uh, was hammered, that we apparently had been talking to earlier, she changed her costume, so I didn't even realize it was the same girl until mm-hmm. now. She comes in and she starts yelling shit out from the back of the room, and which I don't want you guys thinking this is a massive room. Like no. the room, what? Just a little bit bigger than. No, it's like, it's like a, it's like a, yeah, hotel conference room is, right. uh, you know, the size. I mean, we were all within, you know, distance. We didn't even other. need a microphone. No, not really. But, um, so he does his set, he leaves, and then, because, didn't she come up to the stage during his Did, set? He brought her on stage, he, yeah. He, yeah, that's right, okay, because that's where it started, because he brought her up. And then he was done, and she was still talking, and then that's when I started chanting joke off between... The two bitches. The two girls, right? So then, and then, this is what I love that you did, because it's hilarious. Can I, can I say Please. something? Can I yeah. interrupt really quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the audience. We got the chick with her two friends. Yeah. We got this crazy dude who was in, the first one in there. Oh, um, yeah, that guy. And he's he sitting there with his arms folded the entire had, time. And we're getting along with the guy before the show, but as soon as the show starts, arms folded, head down, not looking, not giving anything. Yeah, he was... Uh, um, to the right, I there was... Um, him. The there military was a dude, dudes were in the back. Were in the back. The chick went in and sat by him in the back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are three military dudes in the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one guy brought his wife to the con, who you can tell did not want to be at the con. <laughs> Uh, he had a good time. She just didn't understand the dirty, sh- uh, the nerdy shit. Yeah. Uh, and I, you can tell she just she was not happy to be there. Yeah. Um, and I feel like there's, at that point neither were we. Yeah. Um, and then throughout the night, a couple of people came in, left, came in, left. I mean, they were they were gone. Yeah, well, yeah, because it's like I mean, there's literally a, there's a convention happening in the hallway, and there's other stuff going on. Yeah. So people just kind of like you know they're in they're out, checking out, out yeah. stuff, whatever. It's not really an ideal setting for a comedy show, but it could be. I mean, because we've both you know I've done stuff like that before where it went well. Yeah, so I, I con on the cob a yeah. couple years ago that uh, that went really. Well, I did con so. on the cob a week before, and it went went well, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, there were only at the time. I got on stage. Um, I was the second one up. Um, there are only three people in the audience because they didn't go around promoting the show the, earlier uh, in the day. Um, but those three people like me. Well, that's fine. And then uh, you know, making the other comics laugh too at my dirty, uh, nerdy shit. So, so we get uh, we got those two girls up on the stage. Yes, for a joke off. For a joke off. I take out I don't my remember. oldest microphone. It was like ten bucks. I remember <laughs> I bought it for ten bucks, and I'm using that as my gavel as the judge. And that, this is what I loved that you did. Is I don't remember. I just remember screaming because I think after the show ended, the the girl was still talking, and then the nerdy girl, the two of them, like somehow started. They engaged each other, yeah, on their own, and that's when I started screaming joke off, and then all the comics started screaming joke off. So now, so they were like, okay, so they get up there, and like the one didn't want to do it. We kind of forced her into it. A little like, bit. Come yeah. on, get up on stage. Yeah, you'll do be, it, you'll pussy. be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> She gets up there, and uh, what did she say? She was like, you want to hear a joke? My financial history. And then we were just like, boo! Yeah. (laughs) But the thing that I love that you did was they were kind of like, when they first got up there, they were looking back at you, and you were like, okay, here's the rules. You say one, you say the other. I'm going to be the judge. And then they start doing their shit, and you're packing up in the background. (laughs) Like, you're taking the speakers down. Just like not pay, and they, whenever they would turn to look at you, you're like, no, 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 keep going, as we're getting ready to blow out of town. <laughs> well, like, after, and, after their first joke, um, do you remember what they said at all? I remember like the one actually, the 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 one with her two friends came in, because um, the the chick was hanging around with those two other military guys, the like two of them, like she yeah. was really hanging around them like a lot. 
Um, just wanted some good old red, white, and blue cock. That's hey, what that <laughs> USA. The red's your vagina, the blue is my dick, and the white's the sperm. Oh. <laughs> Wait, why <laughs> is the blue dick? Because I painted it. <laughs> 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 I don't know. That's just... God. <laughs> oh, shit that only works in conversation one time. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so we bring them both, you know, they're both up there. So chicks hanging around two of the military guys. The one has the two friends. They each say their joke. The one actually tells an actual joke, and then the... the yeah, it's like a street joke, right? Yeah. I remember Which, don't get me wrong, it was not funny. But, right, well, not while well, I mean. uh, The other one's, like, trying to tell a story, and it takes, like, two minutes. I'm like, I approve! Because yeah. <laughs> I only give them each 30 seconds. Oh, yeah, and then she went over her time, and yeah. people were like, wait a minute, she only gets in here like, nope, I'm in charge, I approve, let her keep talking as you're still putting away more and more stuff in the bag. And I'm breaking the microphone, too, because the microphone's already shit. Yeah. And then I said, okay, as judge of this first joke, I'm going to treat it like it's a real comedy contest, and this is a very difficult choice because you each brought two people. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You're, we're going to do comedy contest rules. You yeah. each brought two people to die. <laughs> um, then they said another joke, and I gave it to uh, gave it to one of them. I think I said <coughs> the best of five. Best of, oh, and then God. I brought Vince Holiday. I was like, if Vince tells a better joke than the two of you, then... It wipes out all of your wins. Yeah. And the one chick's like, no, this is bullshit. Meanwhile, Vince doesn't ever tell a joke. <laughs> the one goes up, my financial future. It's like, okay, on to you. And then she starts telling her joke. This time, like, all of us are actually picking up shit and leaving the room while everyone's oh, yeah. still watching them. Yeah, we're all packing up, getting ready for our, for our drive home. And as we leave, the one guy who's actually in charge is like, all right, hope to see you guys back next year. Yeah, not, <laughs> not bloody likely. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I'd do it again. I think so. Because even as disastrous as it is in the moment, and um, we, I mean, the entire car ride, Dan and I then had a three-hour car ride home, and we just uh, cried about comedy and told street jokes for about like that's two how, of that's those how, hours. Yeah. That's, how we, uh, that's how we fixed our hearts. That, yeah, we, that we is. We, <laughs> we told street jokes for fucking two hours. Which, for fun, you say one and I'll say one right a now. street joke? Yeah. Oh, uh, shit. I'll start off with the one. Yeah, why don't you do one? Um, I don't know if you remember. <laughs> this. Oh, my God. All the ones I like are long. Uh, so a guy walks into a doctor's office, and he goes to the doctor's like, Doc, you got to help me. I got drunk. I passed out of the circus, and I think an elephant had sex with me. And the doctor goes, whoa. Okay, man, just take off your clothes, put this gown on, and bend over. Let me see. So the guy takes his clothes off, puts the gown on, bends over. And the doctor goes, oh, my God, there's a huge gaping hole in your anus. And the, the guy's like, I told you the elephant had sex with me. And he's like, well, sir, calm down. Uh, I don't think it was the elephant because an elephant's penis is very long, gets very skinny. It would not have made this big of a hole. And the guy said, yeah, Doc, but I think he fingered me first. <laughs> well, um, okay, there's a, uh, a guy gets a guy wakes up. Uh, uh, I already fucked this up. Mar married couple wakes up. The wife goes off to work. The guy gets a call at home an hour later. He says, your wife's been in an accident. You need to come down to the hospital. So he rushes down to the hospital. He gets there. The doctor comes out and he says, your wife's been in a terrible car accident. Uh, she's paralyzed uh, from the neck down. She's never going to walk again. You're going to have to feed her. You're going to have to take care of her. You're never going to be able to make love to her again. You know, it's, it's going to be a very trying time for you. And the guy, he, he breaks down and he starts crying. And the doctor goes, I'm just fucking with you. She's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that one. Yeah, I like that one too. I think I heard someone tell that. Uh, I heard that joke a, like a long time ago. Like, I, th I want to say I heard my grandpa tell that when I was a kid. And then I heard someone tell it on one of the Comedy Central Jeff Foxworthy. Was, was Jeff Foxworthy? Yeah. yeah. So that's, a, that's an old old joke but 
in fairness for that one, um, all of them went around telling a street joke. To oh yeah, no, it wasn't. I mean, like, it wasn't. He it wasn't, wasn't, like play, Fox, he wasn't yeah. plagiarizing it. Yeah, he w- he made it known that there was a. Uh, yeah, like, I don't, I don't remember what they were joke. doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's all four of them are on stage, and these were the jokes that they would tell each other. Yeah, that was a good one though. Um, but yeah, so that's what we did. It was two hours of that. Well, for, I think it was like maybe a half hour, forty five minutes. Of like, fuck, yeah. why do we do this shit? This is so stupid. Where, where, where? Spitting everywhere. And then, uh, yeah, and then we just told street jokes for <laughs> for about two hours. Which the next night, uh, I did Cleveland Comic Con. Yeah, I did that. Which was significantly better. A lot better. Yes. Yeah. Um, have you ever been to the Berea Fairgrounds or to uh, the yeah, yeah. Chicago County Fairgrounds, whatever yeah. it is? They had them in those buildings, which are essentially just big barns, yeah. like big steel barns. Um, so, I mean, when we did the show, it was kind of like a weird echo, but you could still understand what I we were doing. hate doing stand-up in places with high ceilings. That's yeah. the worst. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, uh, my set went really good. Um, I did probably 13 minutes. Um, George Dunn was there, and George was like, oh, I think you did, like, seven or eight. And I asked him, like, did I do seven or eight? And Brian Kenny was like, no, dude, you did, like, you did probably year 15. Mm. You did easily over 10. Um, Brian Kenny just, uh, God, I get jealous watching him. Uh, he's really good. <laughs> he's really good at what he does. He uh, was already good. And he's another one of those dudes that, like, I remember when he was already good. How long is he? Because he was already. He's doing it less than four years? No, that can't be yeah. true. Cause he he was... started a year after me. He, I started in February of 12, and he was already, like, good and, like, working Yeah, he places. was 2011. So he's only got a year on me? Yeah. Oh, that's depressing. It is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but he, he handles himself well. Um, oh, yeah, he's a motherfucker. He knows what Tim he's Cornette doing. Tim Cornette did, uh, did really well, Another and uh, Michael Ivey did well, and um, Bill Squire closed out, and uh, he did well, too. So, I mean, uh, we also had Ryan Weiss and Angel Isaac on the show. Um, so, I mean, overall, it's just a, it's a fun show. Ladies and gentlemen, until another time, my name is Dan Brown. <laughs> That's a great idea. Ladies and gentlemen, until another time. <laughs> until until we, we match schedules one more time, I'm mm. Dan Brown. I'm TM Francis. Good night. And good good day. Good luck. Don't put your dick in the toaster. Farewell.